Tell me you are middle class without telling me you are middle class. Bad things happen to you if you are a teenager and out of house after 7 p.m. and nothing, absolutely nothing wrong happens in the broad daylight. No younger sibling has ever bought a new pair of jeans. A soup is not a soup unless it's one by two. All gift wrapping papers make it under the mattress. Hi, welcome to Wack, a podcast hosted by me, Freesia, where no topic is off bounds. And today we are going to talk about how I wish and I hope that the middle class will save India. Have you noticed how all stand-up comedians profess to being middle class? I feel like there is an embarrassment that I seem to catch in either being too rich or too poor. Now we see this on social media all the time as well. But this embarrassment around money is slowly changing. We are romanticizing the poor. Take for example the rap scene from Mumbai. It celebrated its humble roots enough for Zoya Akhtar to take notice and make Gully Boy. And cricketers can't stop flashing their cars and watches on social media. Honestly, growing up, I thought I was middle class. But in hindsight, being an Air India flight engineer's daughter living on Ghat Road means that I do not come from the average middle class Indian family. My parents were extremely simple and frugal people and they got this from their parents who were just the same. In fact, most people who were starting families around the time of India's independence were definitely a more frugal generation than us. But that was the need of the hour then. Before starting my research, I tried to imagine what is a middle class family in India look like? And in my head, the average middle-class family owns a two-wheeler, rents a house in the metros, all children go to school, and they eat out maybe once a month. Fact is, today the real middle class makes up 28% of the total population and 79% of the total taxpayer base. In the 1950s, there were approximately 50 lakh middle-class people. In the 70s, it had doubled. to 1.1 crore we saw our biggest growth in the 90s once manmohan singh began opening up markets and the total number of people in the middle class was now 3 crores in 2004 it was roughly 6 crores and then from 2004 to 2016 it kept rapidly rising to almost 60 crores the middle class was doubling year on year but suddenly it shrank With the pandemic and the lockdown, the only section that got richer were the super wealthy. The wealth of Indian billionaires increased by 35% during the lockdown. Mukesh Ambani at that time emerged as the fourth richest man in the world and the richest in India and Asia. He was making 90 crores per hour during the pandemic at a time when around 170,000 people lost their jobs every hour. in the month of april 2020 and by the way in the financial year 2020-21 the biggest wealth gainer globally ahead of bezos and musk was gautam adani but all of this was not supposed to happen india was expected to see a dramatic growth in the middle class from 90% of the population in 2039 by the time a billion people were supposed to be added to this group What I love about the comments section if you've ever watched any of my YouTube videos is that in that section you will see most of the tribe 
agreeing, disagreeing, and even putting forth their points. But if you ever go and check that section out without fail, there will be two or three people who will accuse me of being a socialist left winger or a supporter of the ruling party. As if opinions on these matters can only exist in a black and white world. Irrespective of your political beliefs, if you do not see a problem with middle class numbers shrinking, please put across your point of view. Send me an email. I would love to hear your thoughts. My email ID is in the description. The Indian middle class is amoebic. It's not got any major structure. What I mean to say is that groups of people are constantly falling in and out of what it contains. And I think this is mainly because of the large informal economy. In the modern democratic world, a large middle class is an excellent thing for a country to have. There are fewer haves and have-nots, and the general population feels empowered. Empowered people hold their politicians to task. They force them to run the country better, making sure that rules, regulations and systems do not serve only a few. Things like public transport, education and legal protection of one's rights all rise in a positive direction. And that is why this subject is so important. In India, the poor live on $2 or less daily. Now that's roughly 148 rupees. The low income lives on roughly 148 to 743 rupees. Middle income that moves to around 743 to 1487. Then you have your upper middle income, which is 1487 up to 3500 approximately. And then you have your high income, where people are living on 3,750 rupees and much more daily. The Pew Research Center found that 32 million people fell out of India's middle class in 2020. And that represented more than half that had gotten added to this category since 2011. Basically, India's wealth pyramid just got bigger at the base. If you've never seen what India's wealth distribution pyramid looks like, I strongly suggest that you go on Google, type these words and take a look at it. Like any other pyramid, the wealthy are right on top, just at the tip, less than 1%. And the bottom base of the pyramid is very heavy with the poor. As diverse as India is, so is its middle class. There's many different definitions of middle class in our country. There's your small and secure middle class who are in the formal sector or the kind of people who have a secure business. Let's take for example like the owner of your popular local Kirana store. Then there is a large middle class which has your street vendors, drivers, staff who are paid reasonable wages because of the skills that they possess. Then there is something that is called the new middle class and this emerged during a report that was done by Hurin India, they found that this new household category has an average savings of 20 lakh per annum. And Hurin India pegs the total number of these kind of households at around roughly 6 lakh 33,000. This new middle class in India has started dealing in shares and they're getting richer. But for now, they will still stay within this very large middle class category. Then, of course, there's the rural and urban middle class. 
A study was done by Aslany where they found that in 2019, contrary to most assumptions, a large group of the Indian middle class resides in rural areas. They found that almost 52% of the lower middle class, 32% of the new middle class, and more than 23% of the upper middle class, they all lived in rural India. Three economists, Milan Vaishnav, Nilanjan Sirkar, and Devish Kapoor, they went and asked roughly 68,000 Indians across India whether they considered their families to be middle class. And what's really surprising is that only 49% of them answered as yes. Sometimes I feel that middle class is a way of life. Some people might be really rich, but they like to live the middle class life, like our grandparents, which I mentioned earlier. Half of our population is below the age of 26, and this is a very young working population. And if all goes well, India soon will have a middle class that will be the largest in the world. They're even pegging that this might happen by 2025. A young middle class that wants to spend on cars, motorcycles, televisions, air conditioners, mobile phones, refrigerators. A young middle class that believes in savings, growth and innovation. They are leading the startup culture, they're setting up small businesses that will make a modern economy thrive. They stand by free press, education and fair elections. They save for their retirement, housing and children's education. All these things they will do for themselves. But my hope is that they will also be a more socially aware group of people who are not swayed by bribes, false information and religious fervor. They will demand a society that ensures a bright future for its children, irrespective of what state, religion or economic background they belong to. I would love to hear from each and every one of you on my social media handles. If you can ever reach out, I'm available on Facebook, Twitter, as well as Instagram. And don't forget, you can always watch the video version of this episode on my YouTube channel. It's also called Back. My name is Frisia. I'll catch you again very soon. Ciao. Thank you for listening to this episode of WAC. To make sure that you don't miss out on a new episode, subscribe to and follow the show on this app right now.